0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses.
1: Hit it. You'll find the little white crossbow off. Kim tells. I
2: real.
3: The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you
4: do. The choice is yours.
1: So we have to get more people vaccinated. I said well over. What's the number again? I remind myself 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. They're doing fine.
3: Hey, guys. Happy Friday. We just heard that 350 million people in the United States have been vaccinated, which is just, it's, it's just incredible because there's only roughly around 330 million people in the United States. So uh, that means that, you know, uh, more people uh, have been vaccinated than there are people in the United States. Uh, so, wow. I mean, just, whew. I guess that means everybody and their mom and their dog and their distant cousin have been vaccinated. So uh, I guess the pandemic's over, which is just, yes. I mean, happy Friday, right? I'm, not
5: going to f- I'm a member of the LGBTQ community with pink hair, and where I come from, I could have only dreamed that I would be standing in the position I am today at the White House.
6: She hates Trump, but is saying this speech in front of Biden, the one who voted to keep her from her rights. You're being played. I
7: will do everything in my power to protect our lgbtq citizens from the violence and oppression of a hateful foreign ideology believe me
8: talk about a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage you know think about this the world's going
1: to hades in a handbasket and we're going to debate the next three weeks i'm told gay marriage and god only knows what else I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted. Marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that.
9: Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open. This virus is deadly, but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. You should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there, unless of course you are too sick to go there. This virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects. The virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours or six hours. But in most cases, it's days and not hours, and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air, unless the air is plastic. Schools are closed, so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home. If you are at home, you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet, more than one child, only one computer, or you are working from home. Baking cakes can be considered math, science, or art. If you are home educating, you can include household tours within their education curriculum. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Masks are useless at protecting you against the virus, but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work, but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside and take care of your mental health there is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket there are simply many things missing you don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper but you should buy some in case you need it if you are sick you may go out once you are better but those in your household they cannot go out once you are better unless of course they need to go out animals are not affected by the virus except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February plus a couple tigers. The number of corona-related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine if that's what they will die of. The people who die of corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do go walk in other places. Just don't sit down unless you are old or pregnant But if you do sit down, don't sit for too long unless you are old and you are pregnant, in which case you need to sit down. But if you do sit down, don't eat unless you've had a long walk, which you're allowed to do if you are old or pregnant, except for times in which you aren't. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus, except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this.
2: Time. Thank you people, people, Don't you know you have a people, people, you All
5: right, what's shaking out there? This is Lou Benninger and you're listening to No hostages Radio. Uh, This is episode 124, and it will pop up at your uh, source, your podcast source, on uh, August 14th, 2021. You can also get it on our website, uh, which is... NoHostagesRadio.com, and you can get that one and uh, any others all the way back for 124 podcasts. I'm don't I'm sure you don't want to do that, but you may have a specific topic you're looking for. You can also see some articles there. Uh, the Territorial Dispatch, which is a uh, weekly newspaper in uh, Yuba-Sutter counties, uh, is now running an article here and there for us. But I've been putting all my articles on the uh, website there at No Hostages Radio. Uh, dot com, and as well as at my Facebook site called Live with Lou, which is uh, a name I called a live a radio show that we just started again a couple months ago on KMYC 1410 AM up here in Northern California. So if you're very far away from Yuba Sutter County, you probably can't pick that up just by the normal signal, uh, 15, uh, 1410 AM. But uh, you can... Uh, Go to a a live feed now at live365.com. That's live, L-I-V-E 365, the numerics.com. And then you just put in the name of the uh, station, and it should go right back, and then it'll just give you. It's not very fancy. It's just very basic, but it gives you the live feed, whatever's on right then during the day. So you can listen uh, online on your uh, app, your phone, your tablet, whatever. So uh, let's see. You can also uh reach me uh at my email, Lou at com L O U, if you want to send me a message or some information on a uh topic you think I need to deal with. Or maybe you think I got the got some information wrong and you're gonna clarify something or correct me, which is great. Uh I use all the help I can get. And you can also text me at five three zero seven one three. Uh one eight three eight that 's five three zero seven one three one eight three eight. Texting is best for me because i don 't want you to be frustrated i 'm on the phone quite a bit. Uh, I will answer the phone if it if i 'm off of it and i 'm there when it rings, I will answer it but so that 's my main phone uh, this is if you 're new to this, I do uh six 20-minute segments so this is the first one and then they're separated by about five or six minutes of educational clips so it's not it's not a time really where well, unless you just want to grab a sandwich or something in between the clips but on a podcast you can just stop it but the the information is equally valuable from or more valuable from what i'm saying uh there are really some top professionals and uh Speakers and information that you need uh to live in these trying times, so uh stay around for the clips uh okay, so let's see what else do I want to say to get started here? Just preliminary things to get squared away. I'll mention some of our sponsors a little bit later. Um, I wanted to also just uh acknowledge the fact. I don't really follow sports. I used to just be a sports addict growing up in Northern California and just uh, always read the sports page every single day and uh, watch television, watch sports, went to sports, did all kinds of things. So I used to love the Olympics, but I used to uh, really like uh, professional basketball. I I used to watch some baseball, uh, watch some football on TV. But actually, uh, I'm not much interested anymore because of the disrespect that the players are showing towards um, those people that have uh, sacrificed their lives. Uh, Some of them are living, but they're traumatized from what they've done for the country to keep us safe. Some have died. Millions have been injured and died. Uh, A lot of people missing limbs. Um, Some are missing uh, part of their uh, their heart, you know, I mean, the emotional heart, they're they're damaged people from the trauma. And so those people have actually provided us a country that has rarely ever been attacked and uh, provided a safety in this country that is pretty rare uh, around the world. But the disrespect that has been shown uh, and the selling out uh, by the professional athletes to China to me is disp- despicable I consider professional athletes that do such a thing worse than people in prison. Uh, many of them in prison may have done some dastardly uh, acts, but um, they they uh, are supportive of America. And uh, I am not supportive of people or interested in people that support Antifa, BLM, or any other kind of uh, – revolutionary type group or are disrespectful of law enforcement and the military i don't care the fact that they're not perfect i don't there's nobody perfect in any profession so get over that but uh, i am definitely not on your side if you listen to this program and you're got problems with that there are just plenty of wonderful podcasts and programs out there i wish you'd just go listen to something else right away uh, so I, I heard a term that somebody coined, I didn't, most things I say I don't, I'm not original with, but they called the Olympics the Wokio Olympics. And I thought, if that isn't the perfect analysis of these Olympics, the Wokio Olympics, the Woke Olympics. And the reason I say that is that there were some really, I, I saw a few um, highlights on YouTube And very impressed with some really wonderful young Americans, very patriotic, love America. Uh, A lot of them are Christian uh, athletes, Uh, not that they have to be, but they're just quality, they're just quality human beings. And uh, we're very thankful to be there, thankful to America, had the American flag wrapped around them. And uh, then there were the other people that just made a real embarrassment of themselves and uh, just stunk the place up and usually people with poor character do stink up a situation whether it's uh the job place or a public gathering or whatever they just have a lack of character and so the soccer team of course is was uh the kick they kicked off the olympics with just stunk the place up and i saw the other day uh uh, well of course megan rapino i guess you pronounce her name um is kind of the leader in that pack, although she wasn't the only one. But uh, Carly Lloyd was being interviewed. She's an, another multiple gold weather, weather, gold medal winner. And Carly Lloyd was being interviewed somewhere. I can't even remember where it was, um, some alternative media. And they were asking her specifically uh, about the – the downfall in the Olympics and about Megan Rapino. And it was interesting because Carly Lloyd really sounded like a uh honest, uh hardworking, charactered uh, patriot, and yet she just kowtowed to Megan Rapino to just kiss her rear, uh saying, well she's just a wonderful friend. We 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 are concerned about our society and all this crap. And I just thought, you know something, girl? I just looked at her website. She's got a wonderful-looking web website. And I just thought, you are—woke <laughs> uh, is not wearing good on your life. Woke is not wearing good. Then there was the lady—I uh, don't recall her name, and, and I don't think anybody else is going to hold on to her name very long. She's a black athlete that I believe ended up uh, in the in the qualifying for the Olympics. She ended up third— so she went to the Olympics, but I don't believe she meddled. Uh, but the, you know, I didn't even read the articles. They said she made a real embarrassment of herself, uh, making some sort of a demonstration at the uh, at the medal deal when she won the uh, the right to go to the Olympics, the uh, national finals, I guess you'd call it. So uh, there were a number of people that did that. I just thought it. it tainted the Olympics, and. You know, it's interesting when you live, if you live long enough, uh, many times uh, you'll get 10, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road and look back and you just think that was really embarrassing. But, you know, it's just like I stunk up. I just didn't stink up my family. I didn't stink up the job place. I stunk up the whole Olympics. Everybody in the world saw me, you know, fart all over everybody. And um uh, so um, you know everybody makes mistakes, and they can clean them up. I hope they do. But but for America, I think in the future, it I would be. Uh, I don't even know whether I'll live to see another Olympics. But uh, I I'm saddened to see that we'll send people to the Olympics just on the basis that they. I mean I think they should be the best qualifying person, the fastest, the 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 person that can lift the most, jump the highest, right? Uh, we should have a fair and not just give a trophy because somebody participated. I think they need to win it, but if they're if they throw a fit uh and th- and throw a hissy fit and and use that as an and a chance to to mock uh our military people or mock the uh law enforcement, I I don't think they should be on the team at all. I don't think they should. If they all year if they're on some competitive team and they want to like like, uh, Megan Rapinoe had stomped on the American flag a year or so ago. Honestly, I, I don't think she should be on any team that America supports. And I think that that team, uh, probably set women's soccer, just hang all kinds of soccer in America. Doesn't do very well anyway. So that, uh, that soccer team set women's soccer way back, uh, with the amount of women. Uh, in fact, there was a debate on television where there was a 95-year-old World War II vet who at one of their games, I think they were playing Mexico, but they were doing it in the U.S. He was asked to play the Star-Spangled Banner on his harmonica, and he did a wonderful job. And it it appears that some of the uh, – again, some of the athletes on that team disrespected him. I, I I'm not going to get over that. I am just not going to get over that, and it took the uh, it took the glory and the sheen off the Olympics for me, and I I really rejoiced with those who rejoiced and did wonderful, and uh, you know it should be a time of uh, celebration no matter what whether people just compete well or whether they get what whether they get a medal or whatever but for people that use that to mock the very country that supported them going there that is like classless you ever met you know You have any people in your life that have no class it is so disgusting when you meet people and they just they just have no class you just think you know they got a flat spot on the brain it's sad but you're you're probably not going to be able to pull over to the side of the road and fix them uh but it's just classless and i thought i feel bad for them and uh you know it's even the uh the hammer throw ladies i think it was hammer throw or discus or one of they they even uh at the qualifying finals where this uh, black woman uh she got the bronze in the finals not in the finals of the olympics but they even said how much they liked her and how much that she was they were glad she was going she'd been a competitor with them for a long they were very complimentary to her which is classy and what isn't classy is to have your whole life Yet you're out there navel gazing and you're going to draw all the attention of the stadium to you making a big statement about the about uh, wanting to have sex with animals, wanting to have sex with a flagpole, wanting to have sex with, uh, you know, three ways, five ways, orgies, sex, women having sex with women. Somehow that the entire world now is going to you're going to make a statement and uh i just think uh it is it is people say oh megan rapino oh she's such a wonderful person uh she didn't portray that and uh so uh i agree with president trump i saw him make a, some statements in fact i think we have a recording we had a recording at the beginning here where they they probably should have got gold and i think they were the high favorites to get gold and uh i i just uh I I was thrilled. In fact, I was rooting for the other countries to kick their rear, and I was thrilled that Sweden and Canada kicked their rear and uh, proud of those countries and and, uh, thrilled and didn't feel one bit of sorrow, nor did I feel sorrow for the the lady that's the hammer thrower or whatever she is. But it's interesting how their teammates and their local, the other American competitors we uh, were kind to them, which is a good thing. They really reached out and said, Oh, yeah, she's a really nice person. And yeah, we don't really get into politics, da, 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 So I'm glad the uh, I enjoyed some of the, the Olympics uh, where people behave themselves. You, you ever, you, you know, we've all seen it. If you're an adult, you've seen it. You've gone somewhere, gone out to eat, you've gone to an event, you've gone to a basketball game, a baseball game, and a kid is misbehaving in the stands. And nobody does anything about it. The parents just let it go. And the whole game is being played. People have quit looking at the game. And all the attention, the mental attention, is on this misbehaved kid that needs his butt paddled big time or taken home. And yet uh, everybody just puts up with it, right? Classless. Totally classless. Lowbrow. Low IQ not cool, and yet we are uh, somehow think, and then we have these newspaper writers, these liberal newspaper writers, article writers, that somehow find something redemptive in these people's stinky, fart, <laughs> fart-laden fart lives and are just disgusting. They're just flat disgusting. So uh, Wokio Olympics, you're over. And uh, it was a sad Olympics also because of the stupid restrictions because of COVID and sowing fear into the, we could have filled those stadiums. People would have been fine, but instead we had to cheat the athletes. We had to all play this stupid game, the charades that the the emperor really has clothes on. And we had to play this charade that we're under this assault from COVID. And it's all a complete fraud. It was, it was, there isn't even, they've never even isolated a COVID virus that they can show the science on. They haven't. All they're doing is they're describing a bunch of symptoms that they threw out, uh, that they claim that they claim is COVID. In fact, I saw this great meme. I'll jump down here if I can find it. I just have three minutes or so. Quick, <clears throat> this great meme. Uh, here it is. So this guy has this crazy look on his face, like say what? And he says, "Can you still get a? Can can you still get regular sick?" Or is everything COVID? And then it lists COVID symptoms uh, under that. And it says, know the symptoms of your coronavirus. And here's what it lists are all the symptoms of coronavirus. Headache, fever, dry cough, chills, fatigue, shortness of breath, sore throat, muscular body ache, loss of taste or smell, congestion, runny nose, diarrhea, nausea, atopic dermatitis, dandruff, itches, diaper rash, poison ivy rash, frostbite, trench foot, Unemployment, bankruptcy, business failure, home foreclosure, tax foreclosure, foot fungus, bad hair day, nearsightedness, astigmatism, syphilis, welfare, domestic violence, poor gas mileage, high utility bills, carinitis, gingivitis, joint pain, stump toe, tennis elbow, erectile dysfunction, all under the symptoms of COVID, and this guy's asking the question, Do we have anything left called regular sickness nowadays? All the conspirators have done is converted normal illness in society, and now they're highlighting it by saying, oh my God, a kid is sick at Kynock School. Oh my God, a kid is sick at Johnson School. In fact, I was just uh, uh, informed about this app called Catapult, that the Marysville school system is using to keep everyone on the edge of their seats and scared to death. They want to scare the hell out of people. So every time a teacher, have you ever been to school when you went to school and teachers didn't show up for school and you got a substitute or kids that you were hoping to see that day and talk about the, the week's weekends, baseball games they they didn't show up and you say, where's John, where's Jose, where's Susie. Oh, oh! they didn't come. They're sick today. They got the flu or whatever, right? Now we don't have that anymore. Now we got to let the whole world know and scare the hell out of all the other students. There's a sick kid out of Johnson Park, out of Oliverst, Oliverst Elementary. There's a teacher that actually didn't come to work and called in sick. And they have COVID. I can't believe it. They got COVID. They just, you know, the two the two plans of the the conspiracy, if you want to call it that. Number one, to scare people to death and that literally you can scare people to death. Number two is to divide, divide and conquer. So now if you notice, they're turning the vaccinated. First, they turned the maskers against the non maskers, even though the maskers, if they really were, if, if it was really effective. Why would they care about people not wearing a mask? They have a mask on. They're safe. And the vaccine, same. If the vaccine, if the shot is stopping all the illness, then why would they worry about people not taking it? Hmm. We've lost our minds, people, and we'll be right back because we just finished our first segment. Hang on.
6: to address your comment, geez, it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful. And we're getting our sources of information from the Indiana State Board of Health and the CDC who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation. And everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies (laughs) sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Um, That is why you keep struggling with this is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out and they have animal reservoirs, and this is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away. Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's why we were able to make that virus go away. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza the common cold respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine, and I would hope this board would start asking itself, before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why we are doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus. And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual, done the wrong way, which cannot be done right for a respiratory virus, which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. And in fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra, there will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated you should also know that no vaccine even the ones i support and would give to myself and my children ever stops infection in 2014 there was outbreak of mumps in the national hockey league the only people who came down the symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status boy that sounds like a great argument for vaccines but a question that you should ask yourself knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected, you shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread, you cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. And you can't prevent it with a vaccine because they don't do the very thing you're wanting them to do. And you will be chasing this the remainder of your life until you recognize that the Center for Disease Control and the Indiana State Board of Health are giving you very bad scientific guidance. And instead, read the articles that are going to come on the email and are on this flash drive and listen to the people in this audience here tonight who actually have recognized the advice they are getting from the CDC and the NIH is counterfactual. And that's why you're still fighting this with this vaccine that supposedly was going to make all of this go away, but it suddenly managed to make an outbreak of COVID-19 develop in the middle of the summer when vitamin D levels are at their highest. By the way, the other thing that would be necessary for any vaccine restriction to be considered is if there were no other treatment available. And I can tell you, having treated over 15 COVID-19 patients, that between active loading with vitamin D, ivermectin, and zinc, that there is not a single person who has come anywhere near the hospital, And we already have studies that show that if you achieve a 25-hydroxyvitamin D level greater than 55, your risk of COVID-19 death will drop down to one-quarter of the population average for the United States. And there are active treatment trials included on that flash drive, that they show the same is true. So if you were going to discriminate based upon vaccine, you should also discriminate based upon 25-hydroxyvitamin D level, zinc taste test response, and probably previous infections, since there are also studies on that flash drive that show that people who have recovered from COVID-19 infection actually get no benefit from vaccination at all, no reduction in symptoms, no reduction in hospitalization, and suffer two to four times the rate of side effects if they are subsequently vaccinated. Therefore, the policies that you are basing on are totally counterfactual. I don't blame this board for that, because I know you aren't scientists and you've thought it was reasonable to listen to the CDC, NIH, and the Indiana State Board of Health, but I would encourage that instead you listen to the people out here in this audience and read what's on that data drive. And if anybody here in this board has any questions about anything on that, I will happily come back and sit with you individually if you would like to explain the science behind this. And if you're worried about being sued by somebody because you don't follow the guidance of the CDC and the NIH, I will tell you have a free pro bono expert testimony at your disposal. I will testify in defense of this board, turning down all these recommendations for free at any time in any court. Thank you. you.
10: We have no plans to introduce them, said the Prime Minister when talking about so-called vaccine passports. I certainly am not planning to issue any vaccine passports, and I don't know anyone else in government who would, said Michael Gove. And no one has been given or will be required to have a vaccine passport, said the man himself, the vaccine's minister, Nadim Zawali. Now, in a slope slipperier than the ones Eddie the Eagle used to chuck himself off, it seems the government have changed their mind. First, it was talk of nightclubs or sports events, and now the government is, I quote, not ruling out making students be fully vaccinated to attend lectures. Yeah, that'll be the same lectures. They're paying thousands of pounds to attend. But I guarantee you, this is not where it ends. For example, if you're expected to show a passport when you go to, say, the football, then why not on the train that you took there? Why not the workplace that you've been sat in all day before you left? And of course, Don't you forget the restaurant where you had your lunch in. And then, in fact, why stop there? Why just ask about COVID? Why not about any other disease which is contagious? Or how about this? What if someone out there has got a criminal record for violence? Oh, we might be in danger of them after all. So, yeah, definitely should know that. And by the way, don't even get me started on the fact that many vaccinations haven't even been recorded because of faults. So many, in fact, that a helpline is being set up next month to help those affected. But throughout all of this, remember this one simple fact. The COVID vaccine doesn't stop you contracting COVID, nor does it stop you from getting ill from COVID, and nor does it stop you from passing it on. So to all of you who sit and applaud these vaccine passports, ask yourself this, what next and when will be the point that you start to feel uncomfortable?
5: Okay, we're back. My, my headphones are goofy, or I got a plugged-up ear or something. It's weird. I got, feel like I'm sitting sidewards. All right, so uh, I want to mention something. Where was I going to mention it? Okay, there's a big event. Well, first of all, this is coming out on Saturday. So if you're around Yuba-Sutter counties or Northern California, a Canadian refugee from poland communist poland who went to canada and and a pastor up there you might have seen him on youtube he had a confrontation with a bunch of canadian police and uh it was on um, around easter time around the passover but they were just having a christian meeting of people in in a like a large house and uh, because the the uh, you know, whatever the government of Canada said, you can't meet in groups in houses, that's the law, even though the constitution doesn't say that. They just created something out of thin air, said because some, that's going to make everybody sick. They forgot about being immune and antibodies and all that, they just created this new thing. If you hang out with people, you're going to get sick. So they went in and tried—they sent six or eight police in there, and on YouTube, you'll see him screaming, 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 get out of here, you Nazis, how dare you come in here, da 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 And so you think, oh, man, it's a little intense. No, they were intense, raiding—they weren't dealing drugs. They weren't trafficking in children. They—right? They They weren't fencing uh, flat-screen TVs or fentanyl, right? They were having a church service in a home, not bothering anybody. And these guys and gals came in to try to take over. Well, they they didn't get their way, the law enforcement. So, But a week or so later, on the freeway, Arturo or Arthur uh, and I'm, Pulaski uh, was pulled over on a freeway, wet. It was wet out. They, instead of just having him stand up and put cuffs on him and put him in the backseat of the cruiser for having a meeting in his house, they got him down on the ground and uh, on his knees wet and right out in the front of the freeway cars going by made a big spectacle out of it they arrested him and his son so he's now traveling some probably raising some money but he's going to be in town here in yuba city at church of glad tidings if you care to listen to him now if you don't know anything about communism or what people went through in in communist poland czechoslovakia romania uh hungary uh Yugoslavia, on and on and on. If you don't know anything about it, I would go listen to this guy. And he's going to be at Church of Glad Tidings on Saturday night, tonight, if you're listening to this on the 14th. He's going to be there at 7 o'clock. There's a 7 o'clock meeting. And then the next day at 10 a.m. in the morning, same, same, he's going to do be there at the same church, 1179 Eager Road, Yuba City. And then Sunday night, he's going to be up uh, at—and I don't have the address of this. If you go to the churchofgladtidings.com website, they'll probably have a location for the meeting up in Nevada County. But he's going to be up there uh, speaking to whoever shows up, Uh, probably mostly Nevada County folks, just to the east of Yuba County. So uh, that's a cool thing to go see. And the other thing that's coming up right away that I want to mention, I just found out a couple hours ago, is that August 16th, Monday, uh, at the Sacramento State Capitol grounds on the 10th Street side, that's the west side of the Capitol, there's plenty of parking. It's a Monday, but there's parking garages. There's on-street parking with meters. So you shouldn't have any trouble. What I would do is carpool down, have a few people go. There's a big demonstration down there against vaccines, and there it's uh, the, it's being organized by the, the uh, health practitioners. So that would be everybody that works in the health field. That uh, Gavin Newsom or what we call Gavin Mussolini is is an in, uh, insisting that all these healthcare workers be vaccinated or. Uh, they, they have to have some sort of an exemption or they have still, they have to test every week and they have to, um, wear a mask and they're not taking into any consideration their level of antibodies, which can be measured with, with a test. And they know how many antibodies supposedly are created by the quote unquote vaccine or the shot, which is all a fraud, uh, but uh, friends of mine have uh three times those antibodies because they actually got sick in the middle of the year with covid and just you know just had a week of sickness or several days of sickness and then overcame that well now they have really a tough tougher immune system and so the government is ignoring the natural immunity system of human beings and because they're creating in you uh a machine that's a robot and they don't care whether you have natural immunity that's a god-given immunity what they want you to have is is run by chemicals and injecting you with stuff and you if you think oh the covid shot is going to be a one-time deal no 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 about every six months you're going to be getting uh, a booster and they already have the name of the variant. you think oh where'd they where'd that variant come from they just discover it no no no. it's all planned they have all the variants laid out, all the names laid out. You know how they, you know with hurricanes, how they, they decide the hurricane names and they start with A and then they go B, C, D, E, D, you know, they just go right right there and they create names, but they don't create the hurricanes and they don't create, maybe they won't even go through all those names. They'll just go through, instead of eight hurricanes, they'll go through one hurricane. But with this, they've already planned out all the variants and because... They know people will be sick every year. People get sick every year. One of the one of one of the things there's all this misinformation that the health officer locally, Dr. Lou. In fact, she just posted. I was just sent to me. I didn't even listen to her. She's so full of baloney. Actually, I think she's mentally ill, um, and I don't think she's fit for the job. But there's this one notice here that says she says, "If you had COVID." you're 200% more likely to get the next covid now people therefore you need to get vaccinated people this gal has nothing to do with health this gal uh if if the way to get to your destination was north she would tell you to go south and 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 tell you all the good reasons why this woman is responsible for a lot of people dying, for a lot of people uh, for not only dying of, of illness, but dying by killing themselves or overdosing because of the pressure she put on people's lives and really bad public health. This gal is bad news. This gal is far worse than anybody we got over here in the Yuba County Jail. I'll tell you this. Uh, this gal, uh, what you don't want, one of the big things about a pedophile they tell me is uh, that oftentimes they don't have a record and they're just the nicest guy on the block and they're all helpful and they just seem to always be there for people and they're they almost they they work their way into you feel like I'm gonna you know I I don't have a babysitter but John will take care of my kid it's only for a couple hours John's always offered I'm gonna leave the kid with John And so John ends up having sex with your kid. Now, this woman's the same way. She comes across as a health officer with all the little white coat garbage. She's never dealt with patients. She's a bureaucrat. That's all she is. All she is is a two-bit Nazi at the local area. And she's telling people to do things that are horrible for their health. Horrible for your health, masks. Horrible for your health, social distancing. Horrible for your health, uh, staying in your house all the time, uh, horrible for your health, uh, any kind of a restrictive behavior because of COVID, horrible for your health, shutting down your business and uh, losing everything you have. She doesn't care. She gets $300,000. This gal, Dr. Lou, is so screwed up in the head that she uh, has a fantasy that people are chasing her. And have you ever met paranoid people like this? Usually tweakers eventually get this way and think the cops are, you know, sneaking up on them all the time. But general paranoid people, they think they're always under attack and they have uh, (laughs) visions of grandeur. They think they're more important than they really are, that somebody actually, they're so important and so in the spotlight that people are going to take them out. So that's when they came after me, claimed that I said I was going to kill her, which I didn't, Uh, but they made a big deal about it because – Uh, Now she's got not only does she get $300,000 a year for not stepping across the threshold of her house in Sacramento, but she uh, is also uh, gets a armed guard, all kinds of security. And they have no evidence. If you ask the county to provide you any evidence, like did somebody scratch the side of her car? Did somebody say send a note that said, I'm going to kill you? Did somebody like break the windows out of her car did somebody send her nasty grams and all that kind of stuff no evidence they don't have any evidence they just think you know you know the reason they can give that money away like that because it isn't their money it's your money it's always easier to give you know if you ever want to give generously it's always easier to reach into the pocket of the person next door to give their money and so it's always easier for government people just like yeah ten thousand. yeah it was a bad decision but you know we got another ten thousand. And uh, so it, they just give money away. They're spending, probably spending $350,000 a year on this lady. And she is a total loser, right? Total loser. So, uh, okay. So that's what's going on in COVID. There's a complete lie. Everything you're hearing from the national media is a lie. The The vaccine is not a vaccine. It's an mRNA gene therapy changer. So I, I want to ask you something. You remember the dashboard? That's kind of faded off Facebook, hasn't it? Where every day they tell you how many people tested positive, how many cases there are. And you never quite knew, did test positive or did that mean they were sick? Or did they just have an indicator that the va- that, that the uh, virus was actually in their system? Do you, do you realize that vac- viruses don't actually ever end? They just quit having an impact? Do you understand that? You don't. The vaccine will not kill the virus, right? So what you do is you have a strong immune system. Just like for my whole life, there's been flies. You ever notice flies? And there are ways to deal with flies. And you could put a screen on the house, on all your windows, and you can put a screen on your door. You probably will get some flies that will, will enter the house. They'll break in. But most flies, if you screen the windows, screen the doors, and be careful, most flies will stay outside, right? I, I open my windows, no screens. So I get some flies because I don't like the screens. Depends on how you want to live your life, right? So if you have a strong immune system, it doesn't matter whether COVID's coming in your nose, in your mouth, through any of your orifices or not. It's getting killed, stopped by your immune system. And then it also, you can pass it right back out. That doesn't mean you're infecting anybody. It's just you're breathing in air, you're blowing out carbon dioxide. You're breathing in oxygen, you're blowing out carbon dioxide. In that breathing, there's all kinds of creatures that are microscopic creatures that can go right through a mass that you can't see. But you're breathing them in, breathing them out, and other people are breathing them in, breathing them out, and that's just the way it is. And the immune system sorts it all out. So there's no like, oh, we're going to beat the virus. No, we're not going to beat the virus. You you establish what they call herd immunity. In other words, there's a tipping point where enough people have the antibodies of COVID, if you want to call it that, or a cold or the flu in your system to where you just don't have any more cases because nobody, it's not really affecting anybody very much. People breathe it in, but they're not getting sick by it. You get it? So what they've done is they've. this has been going on from the beginning of time, people. People get sick. Some people actually die. Did you notice that if you look at the paper, the Appeal Democrat, every once in a while, they'll have what we call pictures of people and articles. They're called obituaries that just tells about their life because they came to pass. Did you have a crying fit last week over all that died? No, you didn't. But what they did during COVID is they made such a big deal about COVID, which it isn't a big deal. They just made a big deal. They made a catastrophe. You ever have somebody make a mountain out of a molehill or you you have a partner and something small happens and they just blow a total gasket and want a divorce or something? That's what happened here with this. The people behind this created fear and created this thing where we have this uh, like for instance, I'll give you an example. If you have a microscope and you looked at everything on on around the toilet seat, under a microscope, or on your kitchen counter or on your kitchen table, you probably wouldn't eat in your house anymore because there's microscopic critters everywhere. What the what the government has done, what Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and the rest of them have done, is they have put a microscope in front of all your eyes to be that you're hyper-vigilant about things we didn't even care about before. It just didn't have any impact. But now you're so jacked up by everything. If, if, like, I just saw this, uh, I just got a copy of this uh, uh, app called Catapult. And um, let me see if I can just read it to you, because it's just baloney. It's total baloney. It's scare tactics. And uh, let me see if I can just. Oh, here it is right here. So it says this is this is a memo that all parents in the entire district are getting. So it says Kynock Elementary has to receive notification that one student, one student out of 500 is a direct contact of a positive case. It doesn't say he's sick. He just had contact with a positive case. I can't believe it. Johnny was in the room with a positive case. All health and safety protocols. I can't believe Gary Cena is a part of this. Nice guy, but an idiot. All health and safety protocols have been put into place. We have the the military. The Marines are coming to Kynock School to save the kids because one of the kids didn't get covid but was in a place where somebody else was rumored to have COVID and he was like there. Oh my God, we, we can't, we got to protect all these sensitive kids. The site will be disinfected. Please give us another chance. We're going to disinfect it. We got some super duper, kill all the germs. It would be better if kids would go to the, go to the bathroom and not wash their hands. Right. That would help build their immunity. Being in set, you know, people, that's a mental condition where you're incessantly washing your hands. We're going to bring in the disinfectants, the steam cleaners, the fumicides, the, the, you know, we're going to like send in all the bombs, like release these smoke bombs with all the insecticides. The site will be disinfected a, appropriately and will be safe god bless our janitors to return to the site on 8 13 2021 can you imagine if you had your kids in school getting these highlight deals and really believing in all this nonsense you'd have a heart attack people are having heart attacks i would go to smoke weed again here's another one kynock elementary has received a positive test result that a staff member, oh, my God, one of the teachers is actually sick. How many times have you had a teacher that was out and you had a substitute and you just thought, "This we're not going to do anything today. We're just going to party hardy, baby. Got a substitute. That's because the other teacher wasn't feeling so hot, but we didn't have to tell the whole world about it. Let's put it in the paper. Kynock Elementary has received a positive test result for one staff member. It doesn't say that they were sick. See how deceptive this is. This is Dr. Deception Lou. She's the witch of the North. All health and safety protocols have been put into place and the staff member is in isolation. Don't let him look out. Don't let him have a window. Don't let them go to the bathroom. Let them pee in a cup or something. Don't let them out. Don't slide the food under the door. They're in total isolation. Shame on them. Shame on them. They had a positive test result. It does not say they sneezed. They spit on people. They vomited. They had diarrhea. It didn't say that. They just said had a positive test result, for God's sake. The site has been disinfected appropriately. It is safe to return to the site on 8 People, we're not gonna make it. We are not going to make it with this kind of hyper vigilance. You're looking at your world with a microscope on your eyes. It ain't gonna work, people, unless we throw these people out, unless we reject the catapults of the world. This is designed to keep you. You will not sleep at night, people. This is nutso. They need you need to run the executives, the Gary Cena's. Off the board and all the board members, this is crazy in Marysville Joint Unified that the entire everybody in that school is going to get this bing, bing, a staff member tested positive, bing, a little kid, what did? Oh, he didn't even get sick. The poor guy just came into contact. Uncle Johnny was sick with COVID. And now the little kid, now everybody's going to be PO'd at Jose because He came into contact with his uncle or something. How crazy. Listen, people, we have lost our minds, literally lost our minds. We'll be right back. We're done with section two. We got four more to go.
4: I'm Tamika Hamilton, and I love California, and I love our agriculture community and driving these country roads that pave the way to opportunity. I'm a proud mother and veteran who comes from a family of patriots who have dedicated their lives to public service. I'm running for Congress to make sure our communities still have access to the American dream. While politicians continue to play games with our water supply, our farmers continue to face growing challenges here in our district. Our representatives should put the needs of our residents first. Families, small business owners, and every resident should have the basic assurance that they're being heard, fairly represented, and treated with dignity. I'm Tamika Hamilton, and I want to continue my service to this nation as your representative in Congress. Paid for by Tamika Hamilton for Congress.
7: Do you miss teaching at all?
11: Yes and no. Uh, teaching as it is today, no. Uh, teaching as it was when I started out in nineteen sixty two at a little college in New Jersey, I really loved it i mean uh, uh the uh, when, when I taught my last class at the end of the week, I would be looking for- looking forward to the next class the following uh Monday over the years, the academic world changed drastically uh and uh now when I got the offer from the Hoover institution which which involved no teaching at all, I said this is a it's sad in a sense. There, there are many people out there who may well have wanted to teach, but the conditions of teaching at many universities became such that it was, it was just not worth the bother.
2: What's one of those conditions that changed that uh, turned you off from teaching?
11: I think the attitude of the uh, students, the students, the faculty, and the administration, uh, which doesn't leave much else. <laughs> Oh, the, the, the students uh, really uh, began to think uh, that, uh, that if they showed up for class, that, that a B was like a constitutional right. Uh, I would get students who could come to me at the beginning of the class and say, you know, I'm a graduating senior. And i said, say, you believe in predestination? Uh, I, 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 but they thought it was my responsibility to see that they graduated. Uh, I never took that view.
12: So, academia, there's a kind of, there's a corrupting influence here, they get money to a large extent from government, all the student loans, well, all of it with government is redistributing income from ordinary working Joes to fancy professors fundamentally is what's going on and has been going on for decades, correct?
11: Yeah, and, and, and of course to the students. And to the students. Who, who, who riot when, when, when not enough of the taxpayers' money is, is given to them.
12: Has academia in America become, I don't even know quite how to ask the question, has it become more irresponsible? Did it reach a low point in the 60s and it's been recovering since? How do you think of it in those terms?
0: Over, well, over
11: I think I, I, I there it, it was a break point in the 60s. Uh, I'm not sure it's recovered. I know in the 70s there was a lot of self-congratulation that we no longer have violence on campus. Uh, yes, the campus were, were quiet, but it was the quiet of surrender mm-hmm. because people who would uh, cause people to riot were not invited on campuses. People who would antagonize the students by their viewpoints were not hired as professors. One of the reasons uh, why a few years ago when uh, the think tanks of the world were ranked, and Hoover was ranked number one, but most of the leading think tanks uh, and those rankings were conservative think tanks, and I think there's a very simple reason for it. The kinds of uh, top scholars who would normally be in academia were not in academia, and this is one of the places they could go. And work uh, with the kind of freedom that academic uh, tenure is supposed to provide, but doesn't. I mean, I've advised some young people: uh, do not go into t- into teaching in public schools, because uh, uh, the odds are so stacked against you, and people can write bad references from you for you, when, especially when you're young, and and you and what they say about you is all that someone sees. Now, by the time I was uh, teaching at some of these schools. I remember one place where the, the department chairman used to uh, threaten one of my, my colleagues that he wouldn't write good references for him. I had, I, I had, uh, you know, I'd, I'd published stuff while I was still in graduate school. I had Milton Friedman and uh, Joyce Staler to write references for me. What this guy said, there as cha- chairman of the department, wouldn't wouldn't matter a bit. But but most people don't don't have that uh, situation. Yeah. And so you you have to pick your you have to pick your face the no child left behind thing with Bush. Mm -hmm. There are kids who go to school to raise hell and a a handful of those can prevent the whole class from learning anything. Now, the logical thing would be to separate those kids out uh, and let ones who want to learn something, learn something. You can't do that because the ideology Mm -hmm. says no. And And so you sacrifice whole generations of poor and minority kids for this ideology and this utopian notion.
2: Yeah, and we, and we end up in an odd dystopia, probably. Yeah, and Milton Friedman used utopia. to say,
11: uh, the best is the enemy of the good. Yeah. And of course, it would be better if everybody could be educated at the same time. It can't be done. We're raising whole generations uh, who, 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 who regard facts as more or less optional. Um, you have kids in, the, in, the, in elementary school who are being urged to take stands on political issues to write letters to congressmen and presidents about nuclear energy you know you know they 're not even, not a decade old and they and they're being thrown these kinds of questions that could uh, absorb the lifetime of a very brilliant and learned man uh, and they and they they're being taught that it 's important to have views and they 're not being taught that it 's important to know what you 're talking about it 's important to hear the opposite viewpoint, and more important, to learn how to distinguish whether, why viewpoint A and viewpoint B are different, and which one has the most evidence or logic behind it. They disregard that. They hear something, and they hear some rhetoric, and they run with it.
5: well so you're going to stay in the school system i heard some of my friends went over to the uh, marysville joint unified school system board meeting they actually could go to one they've been on zoom for a year and a half so they finally let people in and um, the word is that they are going to uh, continue with critical race theory which is creating racists out of the school and harassing uh, children that aren't people of color so um, it's up to you whether you're going to put up with that uh, or you're just going to be passive you're going to get a really bad school worse than it is now it never was a good school it hasn't for the last 30 40 years been a good school was a great school and when I went there in the 60s it was a high performing school Uh, but as soon as the union took over and controlled things uh statewide uh it has gone downhill and is really bad uh so with critical race theory and teaching kids that uh they may be transgender or they may be a, even though they got plumbing for a boy they're probably a girl or they very very they may be both ways maybe they're bisexual and uh you know, all the stupid sexual stuff to go on, teaching kids that the climate change are going to die in 10 years, teaching kids that they came from a monkey called evolution. Uh, listen, how much let me just ask you this. How bad does it got to be in a school for you to pull your kids out? Would would you keep your kids at Marysville High School if they were molested over there or raped? <clears throat> would you? I mean, would it still you just forgive them and just like, hey, yeah, it's OK. Uh, or, or you're just going to scare the hell of them, make them wear masks all the time and make them do stupid stuff. Do you still tell your kids that when they're 18, 16, that there's a Santa Claus? How, how many stupid things and unintelligent things and lies do you tell your kids? How long is that going to go on? You, you're going to tell them that this COVID thing is really scary when it's, it's a scam? If you haven't figured out that it's a scam, that's your bad. If you if you can't figure out how to wipe your own rear end, that's your bad, dude. That's your bad. You should be able to. If you if you made it through school and you can't critically think and sort things out, and uh, you're still believing what Doctor Lou and the supervisors are saying, uh, I I don't I feel sorry for you. You're in bad shape, really bad shape. If you think that a a mask that that's built for dust particles and it says right on the box, it does not help in the flu. And you still put the mask on and pretend, Oh baby, you know, you, maybe you think you're a woman. Maybe you're a guy, you got a set hanging between your legs and, and you think you're, you're a lady. Maybe. All right. You just think, or maybe you're a white person. You think you're a black person or vice versa. Uh, that's, you have an illness, my friend. And and just how bad is it going to have to get? I was thinking about this with uh, Gavin Newsom. How bad does the state have to get before you recall the governor? Or maybe you say, oh, well, the governor doesn't have anything to do with it. Oh, he has a lot to do with it. He actually has usurped, that means taken away the authority of the Assembly and the Senate of the state of California, which still support him pretty much, his, his view of life, but not everything. But he took over all their work and they got paid just the same for doing nothing. And so everything that's happening in the state, bad and good, just attributed to Gavin if it's a political thing. So how bad does it got to get in the state of California Do all the small towns like Greenville and Paradise have to burn down before you think maybe the uh, leadership of California is a problem. telling everybody to get stay in their house wear masks when he doesn't your kids can't go to school his kids do your kids have to wear a mask his kids don't you can't go out to eat he does with his wife no mask no social distance you social distance he does not there's two there's two standards here people there's the standard of the elite politicians get special benefits and then there's you and me that just work work our everyday life and live by another set of standards you pay you get pulled over and get a ticket you pay it he doesn't how bad does it got to get what would actually motivate you to vote against gavin newsom if you're if you're going to vote for him why would you want him The other thing that I'm just totally fascinated with is people that are talking about who they're going to vote for to replace them. And it just shows me that most of the public is absolutely ignorant and stupid. They will vote for somebody that's never been in public office and really never accomplished anything in terms of managing. I was talking to somebody the other other day and I said, you know, some of these people – they they couldn't run a McDonald's, and they're going to run the sixth biggest economy in the world here. They're going to run a state that—I mean, they're not going to manage the economy, but it's a big old state. Many, many countries don't even have 40 million people in them. And so people say, oh, I ought to vote for Larry Elder. And I think, I like Larry Elder, but as a talk show host. And he has no—he exhibited— Like Donald Trump has exhibited in his private life, in his public life, in his pre-presidential life, that he's a manager. He can call it. He can get things done quick. If you don't get things done well and quick in private life when you're a contractor or a developer, you go broke. I don't know that Larry Elder and some of the other people that are running have ever really managed – anything big trump had done international stuff right so when you look at it any when you look across the the group of people running to replace not running against newsom but running to replace him and if i ask you the question which person in all that have run actually has been fighting the fight to change california and fighting the fight to stop Newsom, there's just one person. It isn't like, I don't even, I've never met this guy, Kylie. I've just been reading his blog and watching his activity. And since the, not this recall, but the previous recall that was a disaster, he devoted his time traveling up and down the state to help with the recall. Have any of the guys and gals that are running for governor right now, including Larry Elder, done that? Gone out and worked worked a crowd, st- stood in a booth, helped get signatures? Has, has Larry Elder filed suit? You know, I think a private person could have filed suit against Newsom. It didn't take an assemblyman. Gallagher and Kylie filed suit against Newsom and won in Sutter County Court. And now it's being held up in, in an appeal. But the fact is, it's, it's interesting. I would ask many of you, what's it take to get your support? I wouldn't run. I wouldn't run because uh, you don't support the people that are kicking rear out there. People say, oh, I don't think Kylie. It's amazing to me. People can't find their butt with two hands. They say, oh, I don't think Kylie's electable. Really, I mean, are you an expert in like Paul? Poli- are you an expert in elections and and stuff? I I I I this I that. If you elect a guy to governor or a gal to governor, and they can't govern, would you be better off with Newsom? Because you have a Democrat House, and you have a Democrat Senate, or Assembly, S- Assembly and Senate. If you get somebody in there like Elder and he cannot govern because he can't keep all those plates spinning and he bends, he's already folded on masks. He said, if you wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I thought nobody should be wearing masks. They're terrible for you. He can't. After 16 months, Larry Elder can't figure out masks. You kidding me? Somebody said the other day, well, Kevin Kiley says he ran a cattle ranch. He didn't have a cattle ranch. I said, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's just invested in a cattle ranch. I'm invested in lots of stuff. I talked to my advisor, my investment advisor today. I could say, I'm invested in gold. I'm I'm involved in a gold mine. I'm involved in skyscrapers. I'm involved in a hospital system. I'm involved in studying cancer. And they said, Oh, where do you where do you go to work? Where do you do that? I said, Oh, no, no, I just invest money. I just invest my money. Somebody else does the work. Right? So this person said, their whole reason. Oh, well, Kylie, somebody said the other night at a meeting, I I I can't hardly go to meetings anymore, these political meetings. Somebody, it's just pooling our stupidity. This lady says, Well, he didn't reject the vaccine. Like at our we asked about the vaccine. So Courtney Ortega, who was leading the meeting, she said, well, what I'm interested in in the governor is he doesn't say I have to take the vaccine. Hello. The gal has is she got a Ph.D. in missing the point, this gal in the audience. Some kind of an activist. And so she had a bean up her nose since Kevin Kiley didn't attack the vaccines. You know, here's the deal, people. You ever seen those advertisements on television where they advertise a, a, a medicine and Jesus think whoa that's an amazing medicine right uh it will stop your tremors or stop you falling or something amazing medicine and you think, like, wow that's a miracle medicine and then they have all the disclaimers at the end don't take it if you're a human don't take it if you're pregnant Right. Don't take it. If you like bicycles, don't take it. If you like to wear shoes, your feet will swell, you know, and, and they have 150 uh, disclaimers. Right. So this gal says in this meeting the other night, she says, well, he didn't attack the vaccine he, did, he didn't come out against the vaccine. You know, it's amazing to me. There are something like a quarter of a million deaths each year from pharmaceutical medicines that people take to heal them because they have a reaction to it. They take too many. They forget they took one one pill and they take a second pill. They drink alcohol with it. They have an allergic reaction. Something happens. Quarter of a million every year die of some kind of pharmaceutical gig, right? So, but you have a right to take those medications if you want. But you take it under the advisement with your doctor, right? So some people could say, oh, you should never take those medications because they do this, this, and this. In this country, with the advisement of a doctor, in the, at least the past, we believed in the FTA somewhat. I don't believe them anymore. They've approved these drugs, da-da-da. Any drug has side effects, right? But we give people, we don't try to run roughshod and say, you can't take that people want to smoke cigarettes they can't they want to drink alcohol they can't they want to, now if they want to smoke weed chew weed whatever they can so if they want to take this crazy mrna shot they can so what's the problem with with kylie i don't know whether he believes in it or not or he thinks it's baloney but if people want to take it they should be able to take it it's up to them But this gal missed the whole point and was all pissed off at Kylie. I want to ask you something. What do you what kind of a representative are you willing to vote for? What what qualities do you see in these other candidates besides Kylie that you're interested in voting for? I'm just I've never had a candidate like Kylie that has personally taken on the guy we're trying to throw out and wrote a book about how corrupt he is and actually spent time to file a lawsuit and won it against the governor of the most powerful state in the, in the union. And that's not good enough for you. And he actually went down, he goes into school board meetings and tells the school board, they do not have to follow the state's mandates because they're unscientific and they're just mandates. I mean, I could just go on and on, but I don't think you're convinced because I don't think any, you just make up your mind and then you make up excuses like why well, you're going to vote for somebody else. It's just crazy. Because at the end of the day, for the next couple of years, whoever gets elected to replace Gavin Newsom is going to have to run the state. And it's a big mess. It's not like you're getting something handed over to you that's well run. This place is a corrupt, nonsensical mess. In fact, let me just see if we've got five minutes here. Let me see if I can find this. Uh oh, here it is. I'm right up the top. This is what I like about Kylie. He's a man of action. And I'm just not I've never met the guy. I just watch him. I've seen him. I've been in meetings where he's he's been there. So check this out. This is his is his uh blog that I've been reading for a year. Kevin Kiley, California legislature. He says PG and E with multiple felonies to its name, has given Gavin Newsom more money than any politician. They even pay his wife's salary. Now, that's of concern to me. I don't know what that woman does. But they pay his wife's salary, pg Now, I have a problem with PG&E giving out all this money to politicians and to support gay marriage and stuff like that, because that's my rate money. And they pay. We're paying sixty to seventy percent more for power from PG and E than anybody else pays in a comparable. The rest of the union. And yet they they give a lot of money away that doesn't help the utilities at all. But now this is what Kylie says: a whistleblower has come forward. At the Public Utility Commission. Now, the Public Utility Commission, or what they call the CPUC, California Public Utility Commission, they are corrupt as you can get. These dirty dogs are bad, and I I can't go into details, but we've had personal experience with them. He goes on to say this whistleblower Says former executive director Alice Stebbins says Newsom took complete control over the agency's oversight of PG&E, and she was ordered to sign a safety certificate against her will. Quote, I did not want to sign this. The bottom line is I was told to sign it. He said, you will sign this, period, she said. I trusted my governor, and that was a big mistake. Yesterday, Kylie says, I was I held a press conference to announce my plans for an investigation of the governor. The Newsom PGE racket puts everything in a nutshell. Corruption is ruining California. Meanwhile, Newsom is using our teachers and nurses as political pawns, imposing new mandates that no other state has done. Now I'm I'm just I'm I'm adding this. What he just said there you may have went over your head, may have gone over your head. The mandates on teachers and nurses is that they all get vaccinated. Totally crazy. Totally nutso. This is like Joseph Mengele or Mengel, the German doctor. He's out of his mind and he's experimenting on people. He said, uh, as uh, Kylie goes on, he said, as I said at the debate To make the case Newsom got COVID right, you'd have to make the case all 49 other states got it totally wrong. That's an impossible case to make, which is why I'm hopeful that as voters face the most important question in state history, the question is, shall Gavin Newsom be recalled, in parentheses, removed from the office of governor? That's the question. A resounding majority will make the right choice, I hope. Now, the thing about Kylie, and we're coming up to a break here for our third segment. I'm just gonna finish with Kylie, is that he is constantly after the governor. Do you see James Gallagher? I'm not I'm just picking our local guy here, James Gallagher. A lot of you like James Gallagher. He makes some good decisions, some really bad decisions. Most of you just are focused on the things he does right, which is fine. You like him, maybe you maybe you party with him, maybe you go to baseball games with him, maybe you were raised in the same school with him. He collects his salary the same as if he does nothing. He is not basically the easiest job in the world being a Republican down there because— you're outvoted every time, so you can just you can stand up every once in a while, and throw a little fit. In fact, I noticed on Gallagher recently, he made a video of Oroville Dam having no water in it. I thought, why? Why would you do it just to get publicity? You're not going to do anything about it. You can't do anything. You're not powerful enough. You don't even pull. You you, you could create a big you could create a big stink and, and educate people on the 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 uh, water resources of the state of California. Talk about it. But all he did is say, oh. This is bad. We're running out of water. That's all he said. It's just a pl- publicity stunt. Kylie actually is getting stuff done. And so that's what I like about him because you, if a guy isn't a fighter on the way in, he's not going to be a fighter when he gets there. I'm going to guarantee you people either you, you're not going to get somebody that wakes up once they get in the governor's mansion. That ain't going to happen.
6: We'll be right back.
3: Love you. Oh. Hi, Governor. Kimberly Chang with KTLA News. To follow up on the mask mandate in schools, the OC Board of Education voted to file a lawsuit. They called it a burden and referred to the emergency order mandate as a violation of constitutional law. Your response, Governor?
8: We want to keep our kids safe. We want them back in person for in-person instruction. We don't want our kids back on Zoom school. We don't want our kids back online with all the disparities that were self-evident. In another classroom I was in, when I asked them how their download speeds are, and the fact that a young child in first grade is talking about download speeds suggests everything you need to know about the nature of the impact of this pandemic and how disproportionate it's been. Uh, we have in our education code this requirement, and we expect districts, as we always have, uh, to abide by what's in the education code across the spectrum and we will hold firm in terms of those recommendations that are aligned with the CDC and aligned uh, with the American Academy of Pediatrics, uh, which I'm more interested in their counsel and advice uh, than, respectfully, those uh, that are seeking to move in the direction of Florida and other states.
12: So, Mr. President, this is your first trip abroad since taking office. How's it going so far?
13: Going great. Met the guy that uh, runs England, Boris Karloff, Boris Johnson. Excuse me. Then I met the high school kid who runs France, macaroni, had tea with the queen. I'm the president guy. Come on. Yeah,
12: I I know you are, sir. I'm happy that you are. Are, are Are you enjoying yourself in Belgium?
13: Come on, man, are you kidding me? Look at, these, look at these crazy pancakes they got over here. Look at that. bumps everywhere. That's bonkers, man. Look at that. Yeah, that Come on. Those are,
12: those are great, Mr. President, but I'm asking is, has it been hard yeah. to reestablish diplomatic ties with our allies after the last president burned so many bridges? Look, look,
13: okay, let's be real. Let me be clear. The last guy, Trump, was bananas, okay? <laughs> But look at me, look at me, Europe. I'm nice and easy. Listen to my voice. You know, I'm whisper calm. You know, not, not gonna make any sudden moves. Look at my hands. Moving slow. Look at that. No herky-jerky, just slow and easy. oh where'd they go? What's going on? <laughs> scary, not scary. Scary, not scary. Come on. There's nothing to worry about.
12: That is that is comforting, sir. But yeah. Mr. President, thanks, are you at all? Murph. Are you at all concerned about meeting with Putin on Wednesday, given that you very publicly called him a killer?
13: Come on now. Come on now. I once called a nice lady, a dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> you know, no one knows what the hell I'm talking about, especially me. Maybe I'm joking. No joke. Come on now, I'm the president guy. It's good to know. Now, let's... Slow and easy. Come on,
12: now. Very soothing. Now, let's talk vaccines, sir. You just announced the United States will be donating 500 million doses to countries in need, and that's wonderful, but I was wondering, how do you feel about how the rollout's going in this country? Let's get real here.
13: Come on, now. Number one, the one part. Number two, the thing the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on, folks. So you're, so you're pleased with our progress? Absolutely. You know, come on. These vaccines are safe and effective. We've got three different flavors. The Moderna, the P-Fizzer, and the J.J. J. Abrams. Come on.
7: Last week, Larry Hogan announced that he will require employees in 48 different Maryland state facilities to be injected with an experimental gene therapy. If they refuse, they will be subject to strict mask requirements and frequent invasive testing. Summarizing this tyrannical and treasonous policy, he blurted, just get the damn vaccination. This was actually a paraphrase of his earlier policy when he curtly ordered Marylanders to just wear the damn mask. Well, sadly and tragically, this is what now passes for public policy in Maryland and elsewhere. Just do what you're told. Now, the office of governor is established by and draws its authority and power from the Constitution of Maryland and from nowhere else. The Constitution of Maryland specifically declares that no plea of emergency can ever justify a violation of the liberties that it protects, including the right of the people to be secure in their persons and to make their own medical decisions. Hugga's contempt for the Constitution, which is the contractual document that both grants and limits his authority, is treasonous. He should have been impeached and removed by the General Assembly months ago. And the failure to impeach him is why no member of the House of Delegates is worthy of reelection. Not one of them demonstrated a commitment to the oath they swore to support the supreme law of the state. They've allowed their constituents to be violated and abused and in some cases killed by the reckless and ruthless dictates of a governor who explains lawless policies with thuggish phrases like, just wear the d- mask and just get the d- vaccination. Well, all lawmakers and all law enforcers and all citizens should send this message to Hogan. Just follow the d- constitution. This is Michael Anthony Peruka for Institute on the Constitution, bringing you the American View.
5: Thank
12: you for watching our weekly commentary on the constitution.
5: right we're we're going here so oh i had a call a call the other day i think it was a call yeah i think it was and he said that i said that the recall uh newsom date the vote was going to take place on september 16th now that i he said that that's what i said and i didn't question it because i can say stupid stuff like that where i get my my figures mixed up the actual date of the election is September 14th. Now, you can vote probably a week or two before that, all the way up to the 14th. And I'm wondering if you couldn't even vote after the after the election's over in California. But the gentleman that called me was saying, hey, you said the 16th, you shouldn't say that. And I said, I shouldn't have said that. I just spoke stupid. So I want to remind you that September 14th is a recall Newsom voting day. Most of you, if you get mail in ballots, I heard they're mailing out ballots again, you can just mail them back and uh um, or you could drop them off. So you can vote prior to the 14th. But um, but the, the actual election is scheduled for September 14th, okay? So you can register to vote and uh um, somebody's at the meeting the other day, the Freedom Co. last Friday night, the Freedom Co. net or Freedom Coalition Network meeting. Uh, In Yuba City, uh, Courtney Ortega was saying the traditional ending time before the election that you can register to vote was like the end of August or something, Uh, or the end of September or something. I can't remember now. But another guy stood up, Tom McWhorter, and he's been running the recall thing here, and he said that you could actually register the day of the election, but your ballot would be considered provisional, and uh, what that means is that it would just take some time to verify who you are and that you're legit and that but it doesn't mean it's less of a ballot or it may not be counted. It will be counted if you uh, are legit, and they once they check you out, they have to vet you, right? So if you if you're a procrastinator, uh, literally you could vote right up to the time of the election. I mean, you could you could register and then vote right back to back. OK, so uh, there's a lot of hullabaloo right now all over the community, maybe all over the state. About the mandates for teachers and nurses to all get vaccinated. To me, I think it's criminal. Uh, I don't think it's lawful. It's a violation of the Constitution. It's a violation of the HIPAA laws. And you're going to see a lot of people say, oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. You know why they say that? Because they changed the rules right in the middle of the in, in the game. <coughs> so what they're saying is, oh, well, yeah, well, HIPAA, you know, well, this, this that, and that about HIPAA. But the fact is uh, they know that uh, they're going to get away with this stuff unless people sue them. And if people sue them, it's going to be years down the road before it's settled now i give I'll give you an example, and I want to tell you this this is serious so i've i've I'm not an attorney, I'm not a medical person I'm really not anything in particular occupationally but people come to me to solve a lot of their problems and um so I learn about how things work and um uh, and am and, and able to uh, explain things to people on how things, how the system works. Now, uh, I'm not sure right now, right in the last 48 hours, there's all kinds of medical people calling me and out at Courtney Ortega with the Freedom Co. People saying, listen, I've been given an ultimatum. Adventist Hospital told me, get it, get vaccinated or leave Peachtree Health said get vaccinated or leave. Ampli Health said get vaccinated or leave. Uh, Quest said get vaccinated or leave. People are panicking. And uh, so some may just quit. Some teachers are just quitting because they're not going to put up with the nonsense like I just read you on this app and all the nonsense with transsexuals and homosexuals and letting boys be in girls' bathrooms and... All that other stuff. Now, you may think, oh, Lou, you're homophobic, you're anti-homosexual. I don't care whether you screw a hardwood post. I don't care whether you sleep with a, a llama. I just don't care. You have to answer for your life. I have to answer for my life. I am not running around judging people. What I do have a problem with, since we have a government school system, that there's a lot of pressure to attend the government system. In fact, some homeschool people have been prosecuted in this country for having home, doing homeschool. So what I'm saying to you is the school system in this country has no business teaching revisionist history, critical race theory. They have no business demeaning the Constitution, demeaning uh, talking about pro-abortion, being pro-abortion, talking about being anti israel Uh, helping girls get get uh, HPV shots, helping girls get abortions, telling girls that uh, they could go get birth control pills at again, you know, and their parents don't know about it. it. I could just go on and on the whole night about this. The public school system has no right to be involved in our children's health. The public system uh, needs to teach the basics and leave the moral teaching of sexuality, marriage, how to treat people, respect, whether or not they're same-gender relationships or not. Everybody deserves some love and respect. That does not belong in the public school system. And that's why we're having a big old funky problem if you keep that out of the system why is all this stuff in there because people that have an agenda know that that's an easy place to mainline you know what i mean by mainline like there's a lot of way to do drugs you can eat it you can smoke it you can suck it up your nose or you can inject it in your vein that's called mainlining the way to mainline your agenda to change society is to Mainline it into the flow of the school system. If you could, Abraham Lincoln said you could change the country in one generation, and it's happened here. Either you're going to fight to overturn this school system, or you're going to be a big pussy, or you're going to pull your kids out and deal with it yourself and be an honorable parent. So, the school system has needs to get out of the bully business. the a psychobabble business. Have they need to get out of the business of having transsexual story hour. They need to get out of the business of, of having a wooden uh, penis that they put a condom on to show you how to install a condom. Uh, they need to get out of the health business and let parents take care of all that other stuff. They just do. They got no business. The government of the United States of America needs to get out of the welfare business. There's no place in the comp- con- Constitution to talk about the government of the United States to be involved in education of our children or in the care given people money like welfare. There's no place for that. It's ridiculous. It's it's uh, what it's being used for is to get people elected to office, political foo for all. But the government has destroyed our education. The government has destroyed the, the uh, integrity and the dignity of work, integrity of people and the dignity of work, where they're just satisfied with, with a cheap meal. So, uh, So a lot of people are panicking right now. Medical people, there's meetings all over town right now, medical people. They're considering walkouts. And you know what the state is saying? That if you leave a medical place and you do not get the vaccine, you cannot start your own practice unless you take. In other words, you're going to take this vaccine or you're not going to practice medicine. So what it's going to force is that, you know, there's some states that have they don't have many doctors in the state. So per per 1,000, for instance, they compare this. Doctors in a state, compare a, state A to state B to state C on how many doctors per 1,000 patients. And doctors are going to be moving out of California. They just don't need to live here because they can move and they can practice their medicine in any state of the union without taking a lot of tests. That's just the way it is. Now, if you're needing to fight the vaccine or fight the masks, you can. I've, I've talked to two or three people today. You can contact Peggy Hall. The website is thehealthyamerican.org, all one word: thehealthyamerican.org. They, she, and her husband. Her husband happens to be a pastor. She was a college level or U- University of California level uh, professor for 30 years. She's a very bright woman, husband's delightful guy. They are helping families get exemptions or workers get exemptions. And I think there a guy came to my door tonight, talked to me some a friend, and he was selling he he either said they're twenty-nine or thirty-nine dollars to have them do all the paperwork for you and just get it to you. So if you go to the Healthy American, that the web the Facebook the website the healthy american website is loaded with great information a lot of free information videos of her lecturing about all kinds of topics masks all the stuff and uh so then there's probably a way to contact them where you could put in your application like who you are your age your your ad- address your social security all that stuff didn't send him the money. The healthy American, okay? So Chris Ann Hall is another one. I'm going to give you Chris Ann, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E, Hall, hal com. Chris Ann Hall, one word. She's a constitutional attorney. She may have things on her website as well. The last time I looked at the website about 10 days ago, she had a downloadable, or you could print it off, which was your rights to reject people at your door that want to inoculate you. And if they, don't, if they don't leave immediately, you can serve them and arrest them on your property for trespassing. Very simple. Uh, so dot thehealthyamerican.org, okay? So there's a couple places where you can get uh, information and help. So, um, all right, I wanted to mention this that the Chinese the communists they have no concern for their own people and they will incarcerate you without trial and same in Vietnam they will put you in a concentration camp or they call them re-education camps the Russians called them gulags g-u-l-a-g-s Gulags, concentration camps, re-education camps. The Vietnamese called it a re-education camp uh, after the, the Americans left in 1975, left, left Saigon. So uh, the the communists or the socialists, which a lot of our young people are thinking they, that might be nice. People in this country have never seen the level of butchering that the communists have accomplished in many places. Now, we may get there with the uh, COVID Right now, do you know how – I think I skipped – I started into this, but I skipped over it. You know how when they had the dashboard on the Facebook sites and they told so many deaths, so many this, so many that, every single day they would post that, right? They were lying on that. They were lying because they were given the PCR test, which is faulty, so they were calling people that they tested positive, just like in this app from Marysville Joint. That test could be totally faulty, and so – uh, let's see. So what essentially what the government did through the health officers and the state health in California, I can just speak for California, is they fraudulently jimmied the numbers. They massaged the numbers to look like it was a worse epidemic or that it was even an epidemic. I don't even think it was an epidemic. Uh, so they monkeyed around with the figures. Now, what do you think they're doing? So they they inflated all the figures of people that had it, didn't get sick, had it, got sick, had it, got sick, and died, right? And they didn't consider the comorbidities or the other things going on in their their bodies. (coughs) So after the vaccination or the shots, do you think they're having a dashboard telling you how many people died, how many people got Bell's palsy, how many people got uh, uh, inflammation of the heart, how many people got uh, blood clots in the brain, how many people got aritis? I just heard of a new term. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Aritis, right? That's redness around your iris, around your, in your eye. So a guy, guy was in the military. I just got a, a Vietnam vet contacted me. He said, Hey, my relative's in the Navy. She didn't, she didn't want to take the vaccine. Da, da, da. What do we do? So another friend is in the Navy. He took the vaccine and now he went back to the doctor because his whole eye is all red irritated big time and in the morning he gets up it's really red and they said oh we think the vaccine gave you that now what i'm telling you is that the government is lying on both ends they're inflating the numbers of covid patients they're inflating the number of deaths and you think well how could they inflate the number of deaths lube people are dead they're dead they're inflate they're in changing the causes of death they're inflating what they They're making it look like they died from this illness called COVID. They did not. Did they have it in their system? Yeah, but they also had a bad heart. They had bad lungs. They had diabetes. They had cancer. They had all these things, right? So the fact that they had COVID just doesn't make any sense, except if you want to scare the population to death. So they had a dashboard. Now, do you think they're having a dashboard for all the adverse reactions to the the shot? Do you see it posted on Facebook by any of the city councilmen? Like Mark Boomgarden, was uh, he was posting the uh, dashboard? I think on his Facebook site, which is fine. My argument is with the health department; they're the frauds. He was just posting the numbers, let everybody know. Well, right or wrong, my point is. Peter McCullough says there's over uh, two weeks ago, his figures were there over 50,000 deaths from the vaccine, the shot. And who knows how many people are permanently disabled by the shot. And what I'm telling you is that the Centers for Disease Control, the government of the United States of America is not anxious to tell you how many people are dying. I was just in the dentist this week. So I was chatting with the dental hygienist. She's a very bright woman. I've been with her for many years. She was a real youngster when she started out. New married, wonderful lady, very bright. And uh, she said, we're not interested in taking the tests or the vaccine over here, these employees. And she was saying how, because medical people know medical people, and they know people in the hospital, and they said all kinds of people are coming in the hospital with shingles right after they got the vaccine. Do you think they're noting that? that this could be connected to the vaccine. No, they're making all kinds of excuses like, well, it didn't happen when they injected him; It happened two days later. So this lady was telling me this week, hi, dental hygienist, how a friend of hers, her dad died. Holy mackerel, man. He went and got the vaccination and two days later he's dead and he had a clean bill of health. Now I'm, I've been around death enough with trauma intervention to know that you don't need an excuse to die when you're, over 35 as a guy, they can just drop dead. So I don't know what the, what's going to be shown on the autopsy, but, uh, but what they've been doing, the, the health department has been lying. And now why don't we have a dashboard showing how many adverse reactions on the vaccine? The reason is, is they want everyone to take it and they don't, they don't care about the outcome. They don't care about it. The big pharma or the pharmaceutical companies are totally immune from any uh, liability. They're buffered. They're protected from any liability on any of these vaccines or any other drugs. And the people you have to sue if you have an adverse reaction is the state of California if you're a California resident. Think about that. So uh but tens of thousands of people are suffering all kinds of trouble now things like shingles are already in your system that's a herpes virus and it usually it lays just a, it just is in your system until you get stressed or you you don't get plenty of meals or plenty of sleep you get stressed and and the herpes gets lathered up and it bursts out with shingles that's being caused by this mRNA messing with your immune system and the immune system is overactive flaring up you have a cytokine storm and then you get really sick so anyway the government is lying to us I'm telling you people the government up and down the line are liars we'll be right back
0: Biden's infrastructure bill is winding its way through the Senate. A lot going on. You may have missed this, but you should know it is moving without meaningful Republican opposition. That means unless something changes very soon, it will become law. Here's what you should know about that bill. It's 2,700 pages long. It will cost more than a trillion dollars. It will not pay for itself despite what they told you. And much of it has nothing whatsoever to do with infrastructure, meaning FIXING OUR CRUMBLING ROADS AND BRIDGES AND AIRPORTS AND TRAIN STATIONS AND ALL THE REST THAT EMBARRASSES AMERICANS. INSTEAD, THIS BILL WILL MAKE SCIENCE DENIAL OFFICIAL. IT WILL ENSHRINE GENDER IDENTITY IN FEDERAL LAW. IT WOULD ALLOW THE GOVERNMENT TO TRACK YOUR DRIVING. WHY? SO THEY CAN CHARGE YOU A FEE FOR EVERY MILE YOU GO. THIS IN ADDITION TO THE GAS TAX. AND SCARIEST OF ALL, THIS BILL REQUIRES ALL NEW VEHICLES IN THE UNITED STATES TO COME WITH MONITORING TECHNOLOGY such as eye scanners or breathalyzers and that means that going forward you will need the express permission of your federal overlords before you start your car in the morning because it's their car now. As of tonight, 20 Republican senators appear to support this lunacy. The final vote is this weekend so if you have views about this you might want to let them know right away. They assume you're not paying attention so they can do whatever they want to you and in this case they are. Here are the 17 Republicans who have already voted to move this bill forward, listed in alphabetical order. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore Capito, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Kevin Kramer, Mike Crapo, Lindsey Graham, of course. Chuck Grassley, John Hoven, Mitch McConnell, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Jim Risch, Mitt Romney, Tom Tillis, and Todd Young. Now, a few of these people plan to retire soon, thank heaven, but most of them intend to get reelected at some point. And it might be good if voters made that impossible. Dear haters, this
3: is the only time I'll be addressing this, so listen up. For all of you who wasted time sending me hate mail and hate tweets and hate comments on my posts, I don't care. You call me transphobic, mm, I'm not afraid of you. In fact, I don't know anybody who is. I know people who are disgusted by you, and I know people who think you're pathetic and I even know people who feel genuinely sorry for you, like me, but pity isn't fear. I wish you no harm. All I said in my video was to stay in your lane because that's where you belong. You impose yourselves on the gay and lesbian community even though you said that being trans has nothing to do with being gay. You said that, even though gay men and lesbian women are perfectly comfortable in the bodies that they were born in. You pressured them to take on your cause and they did because they didn't wanna deal with you and they didn't wanna hear it. And that's fine. That's their choice. But women don't have to. We don't have to let you into our bathrooms, or our changing rooms, or our sports teams. We don't have to put up with your gaslighting or normalize your disorder to our kids. Because the facts are that you're not women. You've never been women, and you'll never be women. You're men. That's not bigotry. That's biology. And these are just the facts. But correct me if I'm wrong. Present the proof if you have it so that we can all see. Because your ad hominems and your personal insults will only show that you have no logical argument to make. So instead of wasting your time and your energy on somebody like me who just doesn't care and attempting to combat facts with nonsense, why don't you use that time and energy to work on yourselves? If you did, you might not be in the situation that you're in now. Peace.
14: Uh, excuse me? I don't like to think for myself. And I'm offended you would just assume that I do.
12: You injure yourself?
14: No, I just like to use crutches so I don't have to rely on myself to do my own walking. It helps my legs get weaker. Censorship protects you from misinformation. Why wouldn't you trust the people taking away your right to free speech? Excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. Ah, ah. Dude, without censorship, someone might send me medical information that could help me make an informed, consensual decision. I don't think Bill Cosby would like that. Trusting your own discernment about information in front of you should be illegal. If we were meant to use our own brains, then God wouldn't have given us censorship. Without censorship, it's like we'd have to be independent, functional adults. Hi mom, what should I eat for dinner tonight? Oh, you want freedom? Even if that means people are going to die. Misinformation is the leading cause of death worldwide. I don't believe in considering different opinions. I'm not an extremist. I do believe 100% of the mainstream narrative. It's basically the word of God because it comes from CNN. Except I don't think they're wanting us to believe in God anymore for some reason. Prison's probably the safest place you can be. I wish I was there. they are censoring our social media, soon. our texts. I'll tell you. I wish they were censoring this conversation too. Can I have a snack? I got a letter from my insurance company in the mail and it hasn't been censored yet. Could you read it first to make sure there's nothing in it that'll hurt me? Do you think it'd be scarier to be attacked by a bear, a shark, or misinformation? I'm done. Could someone please come and wipe my butt? Okay, now pull up your pants, buddy. But you you mean like do it all by myself?
12: Okay, now
14: let's go ahead and wash those hands. Should I put a life jacket on first? I don't want to be informed. Being informed is rooted in systemic racism. My grandfather died when he was 89 years old. Yeah, we're not sure if it was old age or misinformation. We never had an autopsy done, so we'll never know for sure. Dude, it's not a bad thing. What are you, nuts? They're controlling what information you can see to protect you. So anyway, yeah, when I was a kid, he would beat me and the rest of my family as a way of protecting us. Well, I'll tell you, the one thing the Nazis did right was censor their citizens. Wouldn't we be safer if we, like, didn't have any rights?
5: We're into our fifth segment, and I wanted to start this off uh, with a little story called The Wife and the Game Warden. And the reason I'm doing this is I'm dedicating it to Steve Stassi, who called me one day about a game warden in town, was unhappy with a game warden, and I thought this was this fit in his uh, story. Plus, it was about fishing, being on a lake, which uh, I just thought it was uh, apropos. So this is uh, just short story about the wife and the game warden. So it says one morning, a husband returned to the cabin uh, and uh, several after several hours of fishing and he decided to take a nap. Although not familiar with the lake, the wife decided to to then get in the same boat and just take it out in the water and just sit out there and read, read in on the water. She had a book. And uh, so she got in the boat. It was a beautiful day. She motored out little distance, put down an anchor and just pulled out her book and was having a good time. Along comes up a game warden in another boat. He pulls up alongside the woman and says, Good morning, ma'am. What are you doing? Reading a book, she said, thinking, Isn't this obvious what I'm doing? Well, she says, You're in a restricted fishing area, which means you can't fish in this area right here. I'm sorry, officer, she said, but I'm not fishing. I'm reading a book. Yes, but you have all the equipment to fish. So I'll have to, in other words, the equipment from the husband's trip earlier in the morning was still in the boat. He said, you have all the equipment to fish, so I'll have to write you up a ticket. She says, well, for what? Reading a book. He said, no, you're in a restricted fishing area, he informed her. But but, officer, she said, I'm not fishing. I'm reading. Yes, but you have all the equipment. For all I know, you could start at any time fishing. So I'll have to write you up a ticket, and you're going to have to pay a fine. She says, if you do that, I'll have to charge you with sexual assault. And the game warden says, well, I haven't even touched you. Well, she said, that's true, but you have all the equipment. For all I know, you could start at any moment. The game warden said, have a nice day, man. And he departed. The moral of the story is, never argue with a woman who reads. It's likely she can also think as well. Surely God created man before woman but then you always make a rough draft before the final item i got a couple of these really cool things how about this this is how, this is how stupid america is today this is the true story in the 1980s, some of you lived back then there was a there was a uh, hamburger operation called A&W root beer and the root beer was in these ice cold glasses Not just glasses from the refrigerator, they were from the freezer. So when you pulled the... They actually had ice on them. You poured the root beer in there, it was just unbelievably tasting, really good. And then plus you had the food. So in 1980s, A&W Root Beer tried to compete with McDonald's. And what they went after was McDonald's had a, a quarter pound burger. So... A&W thought, listen, let's sell a one-third-pound burger at a lower price. The the entire product, the entire campaign fell apart. Because most customers, this is our school system, people, most customers thought that a one-quarter-pound burger was bigger than a one-third-pound burger. And the guy said, "That's why I don't get in arguments online." You remember a guy named Burgess Meredith? He was an actor. I think he died in the late nineteen nineties. But he he was the uh, he was the fighting manager, the fight manager for Rocky Balboa. You remember that? So there's some really cool things on YouTube about him saying certain quips and at his elderly in his elderly years. And they're really proverbial type comments. So it shows him here drinking a beer with a cigarette. And it says, want to know the secret of turning $40 into $400? Put the $40 into your gas tank and then go to work. It's amazing to me how many how many places that are asking for help in a one to two block radius around my house here, it's unbelievable. Here's another one. This is the covid uh fraud right here. so there's a picture of a couple n b a players one is lebron james i don't I don't recognize uh, the other one has a long African name. I can't remember his name. He's one of the top players anyway they're they're facing off and they're making contact with one another. And uh, so the the meme says science gets better every single day. So these two guys are right in the middle of a of a scrimmage NBA game, and uh, this guy says you can sweat on each other for 48 minutes, you can breathe in each other's face, and all handle the same ball, but you better wear a mask on the bench. And you can't meet the opposing team at half court after the game to shake hands. This is today's science. Now, listen, people, if you're having trouble seeing these inconsistencies, I I wish you well. I don't wish you ill. I, I wish you well, but uh, I don't think you would survive in another country. You might survive in America because they'll actually – hold your little penis for you while you pee and wipe it off. This country is so facilitating, and they'll probably even send a health worker in to wipe your bottom for you, no matter what age you are. So some of you um, don't have enough sense to figure out which way to wipe. So uh, I I don't know what to say to you. I, I just keep giving information, giving information, giving information, and then I just skip over stupid Now, AOC, who is representing, I think she represents the area around Queens, New York. This is amazing. It's amazing how some people don't get elected to office who I really wish could get elected and do something good for the country. And other people get in and you just think they're a train wreck. This is a lady who has never had a child, never been married, never run a business, never run a home never managed people, never had a professional job. She was a bartender, I think. Nothing wrong with being a bartender. There's pastors who pastor the Christian folks, and then the bartenders, they pastor the rest of them. Nothing wrong with being a bartender. This says she never had a professional job. Never served on a local committee, no real-life experience, but at 29 years of age, she wants to tell us what the government needs to do with our economy. Now, that's what's scary when you don't pay attention and vote right. And she's a congresswoman for the state of New York, one of about 500 people that run this entire United States. That isn't freaky. I don't know. You know how people say, oh, you're a conspiracy nut. You're a conspiracy theorist. You ever heard that? On and on and on it goes. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're this, you're that. So this other meme says, <laughs> I love this. It's just a picture of water, a, a big drop of water hitting other water, like a, like on a pond and splashing up, you know, one of those slow motion pictures. It says Noah, this is the Bible, Noah, was a conspiracy theorist. Remember he started building, they hadn't even seen rain. He started building the ark. Maybe you don't know enough about the story to get it. Noah was a conspiracy theorist. Then it started to rain. I was telling my friends the other, the other day, I said, it's not a theory anymore when it's actually happening to people. A lot of people, I've been in doing church for about 40 years, so people say, is this the mark of the beast? Where you can't buy and sell, you can't go to a grocery store, you can't go to a ball game, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go to school unless you're vaccinated, right? You can't go in the military. On and on and on it goes. Is this is this the end times? They say is this the end times? Let, let me let me read this. This this was shocking. I, this just came to me. Uh, here it is. I I I don't know whether this is accurate. I'm just going to tell you what this is. This is amazing to me. This Lloyd Austin, who's a former military leader in the United States, is now head of our uh, Secretary of Defense, right? He said, I'm not a physician. I'm the Secretary of Defense for Joseph R. Biden, and I follow orders, Lloyd Austin said. And then... General Berger responds, B-E-R-G-E-R, Berger. In case you haven't heard, Biden's not in charge of the military, and neither are you, he said. This is incredible. You can sell whatever lies you want to the media. You sold your soul, Lloyd. That's Lloyd Austin. He calls him by his first name. You sold your soul, Lloyd, and I hope you can live with that, said General Berger. General Berger then said he had the support of the other Joint Chiefs of Staff and would implore them to ignore unlawful orders coming from the illegitimate administration. Then he says this, quote, If a soldier wants the vaccination, fine. If not, he's he's not rolling up his sleeve. If you try to forcibly vaccinate even one of my Marines, you better come armed, General Berger said. And hung up the phone. There are there's a resistance building, folks. I don't know how it, how many people it's gonna save. It's it's there's crazy stuff going all over the country, and um, one thing says the city where the Statue of Liberty stands, which is New York City, right? It stands in the harbor. The city where the Statue of Liberty stands is now requiring papers. To enter a hamburger, eat a hamburger in public. So you have to have permission to eat a hamburger in public in New York City. It's just unbelievable some of the things are going on people all over the country. Some places are super restrictive. Some people are getting fined for not wearing masks. All these crazy mandates. That the government's not forcing; the government's just stating what it wants, and businesses are carrying it out. I'm telling you, if I had a business today, and the government told me to tell my, tell to get my people vaccinated, I'd tell them to go screw themselves. Are you kidding me? But you know why Ampla Health and Peachtree Health and all these health departments cave? Because they're getting $200 per visit for poor people poor person comes and no insurance or hardly any insurance and these companies like Ampla and Peachtree whine about we well we can't pay our costs because you know you only allow us to charge that poor person so much money and right the insurance doesn't cover it the federal government gives these clinics to take care of poor people two hundred dollars per visit so then Right. You have now become a prostitute, a health care prostitute. So now when the government says something you don't agree with. You just ignore science and you agree with it. Why? Because you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, not on. There's no such thing as Mr. And Mrs. Government or Mr. And Mrs. Grant. That's taxpayer money that they're getting. So you bet they're, they're they'll lie, they'll cheat, they'll steal your wallet when you take off your pants to have them check you. They'll take you down. There's no integrity. Why? Because the federal government is make when you drive by Ample Health you just say thank you Uncle Sam, when you drive by Peachtree You just say, thank you, Uncle Sam, because the taxpayers are picking up the tab on those businesses. So when the government says, they're just like a government department. It's the same way with Amazon.com. Why all those big box stores stayed open? It's because they are policy prostitutes for the government. Government said, you will do what we tell you. And they said, yes, as long as we get all your business unless we corner all the business. They said, no problem. We will shut down all the other businesses and you will be the only ones open. Therefore, here's what you'll do. You're going to tell people to put a diaper on their face to humiliate them and to humble them. It's like putting a halter on a wild horse, a bridle or whatever you call it, on a wild horse. You put a diaper on them, right? You make them stand on an X. You break their will. So you'll be part of the breaking of the will of human beings that were created by God to be free. Or you will not stay open and you can be closed and we will take your business from you. That's exactly what's going on all over this country. People are having our very government where they they will arrest people for extorting money from other people. The federal and state government is extorting money from people that's just what's happening i want to mention uh i want to mention a a cool business that uh a guy that i know just started he moved to the area he's he's one of the most talented guys i know and i had him do some uh, steel work metal work for me out at church of glad tidings His name's Will Fanning, and his partner's Josh James. And they opened a business out on Stewart Road at 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City. They got a beautiful warehouse out there. It's all brand new, all cleaned up, really sharp. And they work, uh, they do metal, they do steel and metal fabrication, custom welding fabrication, but they also can repair all your power tools, your power sports equipment like motorcycles, four-wheelers, all that kind of stuff. And they'll repair your stuff. so if you take on some of these the, these tricked out buggies that they're going out in the sand with and or going mountain climbing with things, they can put things back together for you. They can't' there's not, a, there's not equipment that they can't fix. So if you wonder if you if you're looking for a new place to try, like chainsaws, lawnmowers, weed eaters, all that kind of stuff, plus all the other small engine stuff you know, maybe the engine on your gator or your uh, quad or whatever, all that kind of stuff. So very simple. all They are called All Power Services, Will and Josh, and uh, their number is 530-844-0347. Let me give it to you again, 530-844-0347. Or just shoot them an email and just say, do you do this or do you do that if you don't want to talk to them or you don't want to leave a message you want to leave an email just it's it's very simple you can write it down right now it's just the word one word all power a l l power one four six nine new numerics one four six nine all power one four six nine at gmail.com so these guys are hungry they're starting a new business here they've been here a few months and they just remodeled this building got got a really cool truck put together built it themselves get all they anyway we we gave them a job they did an amazing job, helped install it out at Glad Tidings uh, to put around the bottom of posts, this metal caps. And uh, anyway, check them out. They're friends, and I wanted to give them a shout-out to help them in their business. I uh, also wanted to um, give an attaboy to some of the people that have been working for us yesterday. I was talking to Monty Hecker with Elite Universal Security because Monty knows how to solve security problems. And now at Church of Glad Tidings up at the northern property line. People, criminals, have been dumping uh, used broken concrete that they've taken out somewhere. They're probably working in that business. And instead of taking it to the dump and paying the reasonable fee, they just dumped it on our property. And they've been dumping it regularly. They've been dumping furniture. All that kind of stuff. So I called Monty to ask him his advice, which he's very helpful. So if you need some help with that kind of stuff, people dumping on your property, people taking stuff from your property, people harassing you, tagging your equipment, ruining your equipment. If you need security, uh, Elite Universal Security can help you with that. They'll also, if you want to work in security and you think, I would like to help people keep the stuff that they've earned theirs. You, could join, you can join this group. And you don't have to do it in Uber or Southern County. You can do it anywhere in Northern California. They're working all over the place. They're looking for workers right now. You just have to be able to pass probably a background check of some sort and be honest and be a hard worker. Elite Universal Security, that's at 530 749 530-749-0280. 5548 Boulevard. But just call them up. They do have a website for their training. They train um, new employees to do this work. API-academy.com is their, uh, is their website. So, um, okay, let me see where we are. Okay, I think we just have one. We're just finishing our fifth deal. We have one more segment, and uh, things have gone by pretty quick tonight. So I'll be right back.
4: A level results though, and I think the last thing any young person needs is another aged adult giving them advice or telling them not to worry or it will all be alright no matter what happens or Jeremy Clarkson telling you how much cash he's got. My one plea to you is please consider not going to university. Some parents might still think it's some kind of sign of achievement, but when 80% of people are getting A or A stars because of grade inflation. You know, I think what employers want is for you to differentiate yourself. And if everybody's got a 2-1 from a former polytechnic, how are you differentiating yourself? Please, please, please have one conversation. With a plumber, a plasterer, someone who works for themselves, someone who did go to university but now can see it's a load of old tosh. Please don't give £50,000 of your money to professors and other people who can't be asked to show up to lectures. Please don't go to university when there's no proper freshers week and you can't party naked on top of other people's faces. I just can't see the fun in that. Anyway, you do you. Have a bloody marvellous day but please 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 really think about not going to university and doing absolutely anything else instead i promise you employers in the future will value that bit of individuality a lot more
1: skeptical american public about taking the vaccine and they should be
9: we can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cost class- harm to
1: us if and when the vaccine comes it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done
9: let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election would you get it well
4: i think that's going to be an issue for all of us
1: when we finally do god willing get a vaccine who's going to take the shot who's going to take the shot we will need to have access to the vaccine results, so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it. You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. And I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal government's opinion. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency.
4: Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth.
1: We cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence. I don't trust the president and I don't trust the FDA. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. You're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine, it was new, it was done quick. Imagine
2: There's no bread It's easy if you try No tacos or hot sauce Nothing cold or fried Imagine all the people Living in the gulags Yeah The
14: night. are you ready
2: are you ready are you ready all right so be uh soon. let
5: me give some credit where credit is due for people that help me stay on the air and um they're helping both with this show and with uh the uh weekly we've just uh, this just today saturday the 14th we're going to go three hours live on kmyc 1410 i told you that you can reach it at reach us live stream if you're somewhere else in the country at live 365.com and then just put in the kmyc you should be able to find your way over i did it yesterday hopefully you can figure it out and i'm not that that slick Uh, You can also look on Live with Lou Facebook page, and we're posting the podcast over there, but you obviously found this, so this is another place you can get it. Uh, And I'm writing some articles, and we're putting them over there. And also One Eye Eye Blind Media, a Facebook page is also posting a recording of the live show on KMYC. That's called One Eye Blind Media. That's a Facebook page, and you can see that posted there after... uh, Early Either Sunday or Monday, it'll be posted over there. So I wanted to also uh, thank uh, Dave Greenitz Construction. I was on the phone with Dave and Leslie Greenitz today working on a project. And um, Dave Greenitz and his crew, he's got several crews and wonderful uh, subcontractors. And they do some amazing work with uh, kitchens and bathrooms. We kind of highlight, but they also do entryways. They do a lot of just cool stuff decks outdoor buildings where you kind of out here in california you can meet you know you can hang out outdoors most of the year and uh, they make rooms that are open you know open on the sides really cool stuff GreenitsConstruction.com. you could check out their work there or dave Greenits construction facebook page or you could dial them up text them dial them up 530-682-9602 they're busy so but it's worth the wait so there's things that uh, are just worth the wait particularly when you're going to spend a lot of money and you're going to live in what they're building so you don't want something where every time you're sitting there you think oh that wall doesn't look quite right i don't think that was straight we shouldn't have done that you want to do it right the other people that help us is uh, besides uh, elite universal security and Greenwich is the plumbing doctor and uh, you know what plumbers do. These guys, you know, what you really trust is people are going to do it right. They're going to be honest. They're going to get there fast. So five three zero six seven one nine one 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 plumbing doctor. They're helpful to us. Dr. Cassidy and I are still working with addicts. So here, I'm going to change it up on how we're instructing people. I just got a uh, one of the ladies that listens to the show. Uh, she's up in Chico, and she emailed me today saying they have a son, that's been struggling with addiction for years. Isn't it true how all of us have people in our lives, whether they're relatives or close friends that are, uh, are strung out. They're having a problem with alcohol. They're having a problem with drugs or having a problem with something like that. And they need help. And so it's a frustrating thing to see them waste their lives or not do well. And, um, uh, so, uh, Anyway, she was writing me and talking to me about her son and uh because we had helped we we help a lot of people up here. So the reason Dr. Cassie and I got together is to get people in to help right away. So the way we're doing it, if you have an addiction issue, alcohol, we had two people this week we got in to see him. One was an alcoholic, he was detoxing. So uh, Dr. Cassidy works at Peachtree Health in Linda and in Live Oak. And the way to get a hold of them, the this is the new way we want you to do. I'm going to give you the number for Peachtree Health. Very simple. The same number for all the Peachtree Healths. So you just call this number, 530-749-3242. I don't know. I, it's, been, it's been about a year since I called them. It wasn't a great experience when I called them before. Dr. Cassidy said it's better. He's an employee there. He doesn't own it, so it's not on him. 530-749-3242. ask for an appointment with Cassidy. If you happen to be an addict, uh, just tell him you have addiction issues. If you have a problem, some of the people that don't have an addict problem, they they're they're turning them away. Not Cassidy, but the front desk. So if that happens. I'm going to give you a different number, and that's the doc himself, and it's 530-682-8648. You can text the doc and just say, tried to make an appointment, got rejected, but I'm an addict, or whatever you are. Maybe you just want to just go to Dr. Cassidy because he's a great guy. So just text him and say, can you help me with an appointment? 530-682-8648. If everything fails, just call me seven one three one eight three eight five three zero seven one three one eight three eight and i will fix it okay so doc cassidy and i are working to get addicts off the streets or out out of whatever predicament they're in in life get them stabilized healthy why are we sending them to a medical doctor because many times an addict is a lot more than just a person with drugs on board they got diabetes they have high blood pressure they have a lot of issues And what we're trying to do is address the whole person and uh, figure out what medications you're on and all that kind of stuff. But we're trying to get you help right away because what we do know is this. Statistics show that if you overdose and end up in the ER, and that doesn't say anything bad about the ER, but if it's bad enough to take you to the ER, there's a good chance that within a year you'll be dead. Because of your continued drug use at that high level. Again, it doesn't mean the hospital did anything wrong. It just is an indicator that people at that high level of using narcotics uh, could die very easily for a number of reasons without them wanting to die. It just, if you get a little fentanyl, a drop of fentanyl, you know, just a little of the fentanyl powder could kill you. So, anyway, uh, Dr. Cassidy, again, Peachtree Health, try to make that appointment. If that fails, text Dr. Cassidy. If that fails, call me, Lou Benninger, and we will get you hooked up. And I worked on one one or two this week, and we got them right in, boom. And because the guys were really sick, they needed help right away. They could not wait to go through a bunch of mumbo-jumbo of behavioral health, which is a very – it's an archaic uh, system that is designed – for the employees it's not designed for a sick addict. So they think, "Oh, well our employee knows how to go through all this process and go get on Zoom and fill out all these sheets and it's just baloney. It's just baloney and they they need to change it. They wouldn't have so many people dying in the river bottoms if they actually had a good system. Uh okay, let me just I'm going to have to uh It seems to me, oh I had oh I had somebody else that, that I needed to talk about one more. So also, uh, some of you, you know, everybody needs legal help. And uh, sometimes it's not criminal legal help. It's just uh, you need a will or, you, or there's a problem with your neighbor or it's a civil problem, right? Or maybe it's divorce or maybe it's a uh, child custody case or something like that. So the cheaper way to go and the better way to go and the most efficient way to go and the less stressful way to go is to go with Nellie Garcia at North Valley Paralegal. Why? Because she works her rear off. She's very compassionate. And she's not full of herself and uppity. And she's not as expensive as an attorney. And she will get you in and get you out. And she'll handle it. So it's right in this, right downtown or, or right by the uh, 10th Street Bridge at 751 Sutter Street in Yuba City. And so whether you're in Yuba County or Sutter County, you can reach her because she's kind of at the right along the the levee there where the river is. It's very easy to get from either county coming over the 10th Street Bridge or the 5th Street. She's right in between. So you can call her at 530-751-9289, make an appointment, or you can just drop in. See if you can pull it off that way, Monday through Friday. 530-751-9289. She's even known to... If you're working all day and you need to come in there right at the end of the day or before the, the day starts, she might be able to see, see you that way as well. So uh, the other person that started helping us is Thrifty Rooter and Bill Artomenko. And uh, so I just want to give a shout. I don't have a phone number for him, but you could g- Google it here in Yuba Sutter Thrifty Rooter. And uh, they're also helping us to... Stay on the radio. Stay on the Facebook page. Stay on the podcast. So, I want to ask you, and I kind of asked this already, but I want to ask you, how bad does how many things wrong does a half does a person have to do before you get rid of them, can them from the job, or you know all those kind of things? Sometimes it's just one thing, right? If it's egregious enough, it's terrible enough. But I was just reading. You know, I was raised here in the Yuba-Sutter area, and I spent a lot of time. My my dads liked to go to the foothills, the hills, the mountains of Yuba County. I've camped. I've I've been in the the forests, etc. I've driven the logging roads when we used to log timber up in the logging roads. And there's been a a real intentional change since the 1960s, and that is when the environ, environmentalist movement really started. It was a lot more than just. Oh, let's be kind to the forest, Let's be let's have clean rivers. Let's let's have clean air. It was there was the radical part of the movement is we don't want you in the we don't believe mankind belongs on the earth. They're intruders, like they're pests. And <clears throat> so, if since they're here, we need to put them in what we call stack and pack housing in the cities. We don't want them in the forests. So even the the lady that was being voted. In as the head of Bureau, I believe it was Land Management, BLM, I don't know whether they appointed her or not, but she was a a part of a radical environmentalist group that were partying and rejoicing over people's homes that were being burnt down by these uh, incredible incendiary forest fires. So when I grew up, we had a lot of logging trucks came through Marysville. In fact, we had a couple log mills or lumber mills here where they took the logs and milled them down and sent them out truckloads of lumber. But those have all closed. Why? Because the timber cutting has been stopped and the management of our forests has been stopped. Now, if you're down in the valley where there's lots of lots and there's large parcels of land where they're growing crops and then right next to it there's houses they have all kinds of rules for abatement abating what they're talking about is abating or getting rid of the fuel that a fire could uh, flourish if it got started so they keep the grass grow, cut really close etc and when you get into foothills they have even more complicated rules and the whole idea is that that there's no way to stop every fire. In fact, most fires are started by nature, lightning. What you want to do is manage the forest just like we manage the valley here. So if a fire gets started, it does not run through the entire city and burn it down like the fire just burned down Greenville. Like a couple of years ago, it burned down paradise. I mean, burnt the whole city down. So what they've done the environmentalists have forced and they've given lots of money and uh they've given money to the politicians and they have voted in voted in leave the leave these uh forests alone so there's no th- thinning of the forest like imagine if you had your own house and you never trimmed any shrub or or mowed the grass Uh, You didn't do anything. You just let it grow for years, and uh, you didn't water it. Maybe you skipped watering it all summer during a drought. And then it becomes a real fire hazard, and it becomes a hazard for bugs and and vermin. And that's exactly what's happened in the forests of the state of California, which was a wonderful resource that even helped support schools. Uh, Timber was harvested. They didn't do strip harvesting. They actually... they They took out intermittent trees to thin it out, let the sun come in, then they crushed the brush cleaned up so when you start a fire when the when the weeds are just two feet uh, two inches high, there's nothing to burn there. It burns for a minute and it burns out of itself When you have twelve and fifteen feet thick, dead branches and leaves, once a fire starts there, it gets so hot it will burn up everything Now the environmentalists want the forest to be natural that means they'll all burn up someday some week years and then it'll take 20 years to grow them back that's what the environmentalists want they don't want any kind of mankind in there when logging roads were in the the forest that gave the fire departments easy access to go in and they could spot fires starting by a lookout they had lookout they're like uh, <clears throat> what do they call it uh, lighthouses on the ocean so these lookouts did the opposite thing. They had people watching for trouble. They would spot smoke. They they had instruments that would tell them how many, how many miles that was, where it was, the coordinates, and then they could send a fire truck down a logging road and they would get out there and knock that fire down before it would even start doing much because they were trimming the trees. They were mucking out the brush. But once they f- forbid the logging trucks to go in there, the logging roads washed out. They just... You know, they just wore away. You got to maintain them. So they, the the loggers weren't going in there anymore. The logging roads disappeared. So what the fire departments did of the state of California is they just let things burn. And people have told me that that are on the inside where they just told the big planes to stand down and not drop the t- retardant. They told the firefighters to just go out to the perimeter of the fire and let it just burn. And so, and I've talked to you for the last couple of weeks of how many hundred metric tons of carbon. If you're worried about carbon, I'm not, but if you are, there's no comparison with the amount of metric tons of carbon that's created by forest fires that could have been prevented compared to, it's like another 50, 50 million cars on the highway of 40, 50 million cars on the highway of California. It just... The argument of the environmentalists is so ridiculous that uh, it just it doesn't make any sense at any point, but nobody's willing to go and read about it and say, "This is stupid, this doesn't make any sense So the reason I brought this up is that Governor Newsom, on his first full day in office, January eighth two thousand nineteen He stood before the cameras, clad in jeans and sneakers and surrounded by emergency responders and declared a war on the wildfires. But he lied about the whole thing. He said everybody's had enough. Uh, But he signed sweeping executive order overhauling the state's approach to wildfire prevention. And he blamed the whole thing on climate change instead of his predecessor, Jerry Brown, who started this whole thing. The state's response fundamentally said has to change. Did it change in the last two and a half years? It has not. In fact, either he intentionally lied or uh, he's just stupid. And he's saying that they did a lot more wildlife, wildfire prevention than they did. An investigation by Cap Radio, I know these Cap Radio people, they're sharp. Uh, I've been interviewed by them myself. An investigation from Cap Radio found the governor has misrepresented his accomplishments and even disinvested in wildlife prevention. In other words, he took money away from wildlife prevention. The investigation found Newsom overstated by an astounding 690% the number of acres treated with fuel breaks and prescribed burns in the very forestry projects he said needed to be prioritized to protect the state's most vulnerable communities. One of those communities was was uh, Paradise, and and another community that just burned down. And when I I've seen it before and after, and I'm telling you, it just tore my heart out watching Greenville burn. It's a vulnerable community, but it didn't have to burn. Numerous Newsom has claimed that 35 priority projects carried out. As a result of his order, resulted in five, in fire prevention work on ninety thousand acres. People in the university system that study these things said we need to be clearing, uh, a million acres a year. He he claimed that they did prior fire prevention work on ninety thousand acres, but the state's own data show that the actual number that they actually did work on not talk about it, not meet about it, not have a Zoom meeting where people masturbate. They actually came up with an actual number of work acreage done of 11,399. When we're supposed to be up clean, if we're really going to clean these forests up and not have these Armageddon-style fires, uh, we need to be knocking down a million acres a year. Overall, California's response has faltered under Newsom, according to this report. After an initial jump during his first year in office, now he's below what Jerry Brown did his final year in office. That's pitiful. Uh, actually, Newsom removed 150 million dollars from Cal Fire's wildfire prevention budget. Newsom claimed that 35 priority project carried out uh, again 90,000 acres when they really just worked on 11,399. So we're running out of time. We did six segments. If you want to watch uh, or listen to KMYC Saturday, it's uh, 12, uh, excuse me, 10 to 1. And if you want to listen, you can listen live at live365.com and put in the station. Thank you for listening, and we will uh, catch you next week, Lord willing. Good night.
8: We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter.